BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody, welcome to the Fraud Wire by Fraudsters. I'm Cena Gazdavi at Cena now. Oh, good. It says Katrina. That's good. That's good. It's our producer. Yeah, Cena, we had some meetings. Oh, my God. It's so good. I'm glad this is working out so well already. Flawless. (laughs) Flawless victory. People tell me in the chat if you can hear me and all that stuff. Uh, wow, this is this is hilarious. Smooth like pudding. That's right, Mystic Greg. Uh, I want to welcome our guests here, Henry Zabrowski, the father of the Lost Podcast Network, uh, and Gordon Baker Bone, at Baker Bone, an amazing stand-up comedian that we're happy to have on the show. What's up, Gordon? Good to see you. Can you hear us? It's like a ghost in the machine, man. He's just, he's just lost on the web, dude. Can you hear us, Gordon? Gordon. Wow, he doesn't even... I hope Gordon, he doesn't take his clothes off. Does he know he's on the stream? <laughs> this is the whole show. Oh, no. He is just... Oh, man, I feel like I'm poor. He's, you know what I mean? Everyone like, yell, I, that is everyone's had Gordon in the chat. <laughs> Oh my God! Hey, what's up, Cake? That man who I see you there. What a cake! Oh my God! This is cake. great. Uh, Gordon, can you hear us? I feel like I could. Okay, <laughs> a little bit of delayed audio, but I think we got it now. Amazing. Okay, great. Now we got you talking. Now we're all in this together. <laughs> oh my God! What are we doing here? So. Uh, we were just on the LPN stream talking about how <laughs> how we wanted to keep making some stuff in the off season, and uh, I'm happy we're able to do that here today. Man, what a crazy time it is to be just making stuff. There what's is going a, on? A, a flood. What's Why, what yeah, are you what? upset about? What, what's happening? <sighs> things are chill. Honestly, things about? are chill. I, I, you know what I do? I wake up every day and I just go like, no news, like. <laughs> Hello, Newsday. 
What do those people in like small local markets do on their local news? Do they do even do like a high school quarterback scores a touchdown story anymore? Does no, that that's even like exist? Where they, that's where they're actually fighting Nazis outside of synagogues. You know what I mean? Like that's where the actual <laughs> battle is happening. I I did see a headline from a uh, a newspaper in South Jersey that said it's like uh, Dave puts up new fence. So like this <laughs> is the front page. Oh, I can't believe it. We're here. We're doing it. We're live. Man, this is, I will, can I just say what privilege we have making a podcast that I can edit all of this stuff. <laughs> no, man. No, no, this is real, dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we should release like a uh, greatest of fraudsters, things that were edited out, just people, just like, just hours, a whole season of like technical difficulties. Uh... <laughs> oh, Lordy. For last podcast, we do a, on the Patreon, we'll do like an uncut like video feed of side stories. So you can see us struggle with those problems on the Patreon. Like you could see it happening. But like, we don't cut, like how much do you really cut out of fraudsters? In the end, in last podcast, truly we cut out most to three minutes per episode and it's mostly just like clunky transitions or like if we've said something wrong or like when Kissel says like the jungle book when he meant like Aladdin and you don't want to get the a thousand emails <laughs> when you get the name of something wrong no, it's just, yeah, no, it says like stutters and mixing language or if I'm doing an explainer and I screw it up, it's not, it's not so much, but man, this is great. I've already poured myself some more Mezcal and we're doing it. So we're going to cover some news stories from Fraudland today. So I had a whole workout set up with and stuff like that, but it was good we did that pregame because it's all broken now. None of it's working. <laughs> uh <laughs> So uh, our first story, I'm going to do this. Let's see if this works. Oh, it's working. Look at how cool that is. Look how cool that is. <laughs> this, is a, this is a cool story. The uh, Zack Snyder's remake of the Justice League, apparently in the run-up to it, there were a ton of fake accounts. Uh, they had a person from the Q5ID, the chief information officer and chief technology officer, Becky Wanta, from one of these organizations because Warner Brothers was very nervous about how much attention this this movie was getting and all the vitriol that were ha that was happening. There was apparently a million uh, hashtag posts for like this for this movie, and then two days later it dropped down to forty thousand. And so apparently that does not happen organically. This uh, sounds <laughs> a lot like Lars Ulrich complaining that people were getting music for free. It was done on purpose. Yeah, it literally yeah. was. They built bot farms to it was they're like, yes, that's what they did. It was from it's Reddit. A, they did it to fuck with the Oscars because it's funny because the Internet got to do it. It's a feature, it. not a bug. Yeah. This is the point. Uh, but apparently it's Becky Want, a person says her firm, her firm's analysis indicates there's no question that bots were involved. She goes on to explain, quote. 
There are certain patterns that bots give off that we saw here. <laughs> she fucking loves it. Beep, boop, pop. They keep tweeting. Beep, boop, pop, she beep, loves boop. it. <laughs> uh, they arrive the at Snyder cut. Where her emails Trump 2099. If you are an ethnic minority, you must rise against the oppressive American stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, they arrive almost at the same time in huge numbers. And many times the origin of thousands or even millions of messages can be traced to a single source or two. Yeah. Sometimes it's it called the to- internet. It's literally <laughs> the, the function of the internet. It is what they they did it. They opened yeah. it up. They asked the internet to get involved. They had a full closed gate. <laughs> but what I love about this story is that you know, the reason I even want to talk about it is, yes, it's a fraud. Yes, it's influenced. 13% apparently of all of the posts were from bots, which is a lot. But normally it's like 3 to 5%, um, which I think is insane. But the reason I wanted to talk about this story is because I like the Snyder Cut. So I actually don't mind that that I was influenced by this campaign. What you guys? You guys watch the Snyder Cut? This is where I get – I think this is where I'll head into controversy because I like – I like the dark superhero movies. Like I like the super heavy ones. I like the DC takes. I thought that the Justice League like maximum cut was actually really good. It was like really – like it was much better than the movie. Um, but what the what the thing I like most is the Oscars being fucked with from outside sources. That is to me the most. That is so beautiful <laughs> because they thought they they were doing the thing where they were trying to get the youth involved. Like they were like doing they're like let Tyler choose what we have for dinner, and then Tyler go dabs and he's like we're eating blooming onions, and like that's like that's what you get, idiot. You had a close set. Like, nothing had to be – you had total control. This is what you want. They love this. I think this gives them advertising. I think it gives the uh, – it, it gives them juice because then they can have their little beef with the internet and feel like that they are involved in youth culture. Yeah, I think no other way. Apparently, there were some really gross things. There was, like, decapitated heads of executives being sent around. And then all I can think of is, again, to your point, Henry, it's the Internet. What did you expect was going to happen? It's the fucking Internet. Did anyone grow up with Faces of Death here? Did anyone grow up with SteakandCheese.com? Anyone grow up with all these, like, weird video sites that you use your 56K modem to see downloaded in very slow, real time? <laughs> yeah, dude. just a, the way it just breaks that clink, clink, slowly getting to the tits. Then it just like ah, oh, like it finally reveals. It's the way to do it, Justin. What'd you think of the Snyder Cut? I like the Snyder Cut a lot. You know, who should be happiest that it got released is actually Steppenwolf because in the Josh Whedon version, they made him look so weak. Uh, as the main, main, main villain looked incredibly weak. So he looked really great in the Snyder Cut. And like someone else was saying, uh, the Snyder Cut, I, I normally don't like DC movies. I'm normally with Gordon, except for I like the Snyder Cut. And as someone said in the chat, uh, check out Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is yeah. like, what if it, it's a superhero show, except it only takes place in the dark recesses of problematic people's minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with a, a person. As a person with anxiety and depression, I love Doom Patrol because I'm like, this is great. This is how I'm going to connect with this 
this genre is I never thought these superheroes would be it. And Brandon Fraser and Doom Patrol is incredible. I mean, he should win an Emmy for not showing his face, but you know, and he can let himself go as much as he wants. You know, he could just yeah. live his best life. He's no, in a suit the whole time. I love Doom Patrol. Uh, th- that's a thing. And then now you have like the the boys is kind of doing the thing too now, where it's all yeah. Yeah, about dark superheroes kind of all turning in on itself. People are starting to, even though it's all based off of like '90s comic books that kind of went through this time period. It's like TV is now going through it, where it celebrated superheroes and it started ripping them apart. Kind of like we're kind of in now post post modern superhero television. Um, and anything that keeps these idiots on their toes, man, I yeah, think is I, good. I, I, Push them. I mean, are we? Do you think we'll ever get to a point where we're not watching superhero stuff all the time? I, it's just here to stay. It seems like. the boys is pretty good. I started watching it. It's just you know, you know, eventually. Uh, what's nice is we're seeing Netflix is slowing down. Um, they're realizing that they're not king daddy anymore of the streaming service. I think most of all these people understand that like they can go away. You know what I mean? Like. They can lose. They 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 can yeah. lose significant amount of money. They can lose a significant amount of viewership. I think eventually they're going to have to chase some of us, right? Because I tell you what, I'm I feel like you're gonna I'm gonna get attacked too. I tried to watch The Mandalorian recently. Yeah, you didn't like it. I thought it was whatever. What? I just looked what at it and me? I was like, whatever, bro. Like yeah. it's just all just fucking fanboy bullshit. I mean, here's the thing that where's I, my I, Chewy I... show? I want a show that's so all high. Wookies. I want all Wookies. No, I have no way. It's the opposite. If you want my expectations to be normal, don't build it off of IP that I beloved that is beloved from when I was a little kid. Just make it make new shit. Yeah. Make another make a fucking sun battle. Something else. So I we got news for you, Henry. Hmm. They have they have like an all Wookie show. It's called the Star Wars Holiday Special. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fucking, that's what I want to do. But, but I also, you know, again, I also, um, I don't care. And what my wife, Natalie, makes me understand is there are things that are not for me. Yes. And that they're for others. Like, yeah. They made Dune. They tried to reach me with Dune. They did. They tried. They, they did, came they and they're like. reach you? No, honestly, I appreciate it. I feel like it's like, <laughs> it was like the way my dad first like got me like a metallica shirt and he was just like you're not gay like he just tried to like do something where he he tried to engage with me and i was just like thanks dad you know what i mean that's how dune felt where i was like okay you're you're one of us yeah i got you know it's it seems beautiful my expectations for movies is so low now that i just kind of i'm just happy that I get to disassociate from reality for 90 minutes or two hours and stuff now. That's all I really want. Anyways, um, guys, let's go well, on I like to our horror next. Movie. Horror movies are real for you. They're crushing it. But otherwise, like, I don't know. I just don't care about IP. Well, I feel like also horror movies are where, like, the real commentary is coming from. The chat was talking about how The Boys was a really good commentary and satirization of, like, U.S. policy or U.S. Yeah. Like, politics and stuff, which I totally agree with. Uh, but I think horror movies are like the really easy way to communicate, you know, a, a clear allegory of, of something. Right. And it's like very clear. It's easy. You get into it. You come away with it. It's just it just makes me so scared. Makes me so scared. 
Better be prepared, man. You got to keep your head on a fucking swivel. Life's fucking dangerous, dog. <laughs> a lot of shit fucking flying around right now, so you better get prepared for the fucking wars coming home, bro. Uh, okay, this next story. Uh, Katrina, we're going to go to the, the fake cricket game that could. Uh, this is, I'm excited about this story. And Katrina's going to pull up the um, the article for it so we can check out just a quick image of it. But four men. Oh, oh hey, no one's talking about Is anybody talking about the Winnie the Pooh movie? We'll talk yeah, about but... this. They're, they're doing a ripoff of because Winnie the Pooh went mean? public. Winnie the Pooh what went ha- public domain, so people are starting to make like someone made like a oh. killer movie, a fucking with Winnie the Pooh with a big old fucking axe. They made a murderous Winnie the Pooh. This is allowed now. It's public domain. This is incredible. Bloody Pooh. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> this is great. All right, well, let's go. Our next story is the fake cricket game that could four men have been arrested in India for partaking and creating what police call a fake cricket game, a fake cricket tournament involving a group of unemployed men in the Jugarat state and a bunch of punters curiously based in Russia. Two high-definition cameras beamed the matches on YouTube with a paltry 255 subscribers, which is, I think, more than what we have now, which is totally fine. And cricket (laughs) bets were placed through a Telegram channel uh, set up by the organizers. Uh, so these guys basically gamed a fake cricket game and got these other people to bet on the cricket game, and all they had to do was show two fucking cameras. Again, these guys didn't get busted until they were halfway deep into this thing. I mean, how much money do you guys think they made? I don't think it says in the article. Ten grand. <laughs> yeah, because they made, like, because cricket literally has... From what I understand, because I've never seen it, I don't understand the mechanics of cricket, but I do understand that it has like a billion fans. Yeah, I was just gonna say there's like the, the, the like the largest sports with fans. It's just like soccer and then cricket and then everything else is like yeah. a distant third. <laughs> One million rupees, said someone. Okay, the players were paid four hundred rupees for a game. They have already agreed to cooperate in the police case. So I mean, they well, aren't they were, there they, like. Don't they have huge teams? Yes, yeah, huge yeah. teams, and they last for days, these games. Again, I mean, I don't understand. This seems like such a racket. People, by the way, with the growth of, like, gambling online and stuff like that, you could gamble on anything. You know, there's sites where you can gamble on life events, right? Like uh, whether or not a presidential election will turn one way or the other or anything. I mean, people will place bets on anything with servers and wherever. It doesn't matter. There was a whole controversy, a whole whole scandal on the tennis scandal, like the deep, not even like pro-pro tennis, like sub-pro, like the pros that are deep in the rankings. They were gaming their matches, and they were people were betting on them, and people were making millions of dollars, and then that, that blew up. This stuff happens all over the place. Do you think, I mean, are we, should we be getting into some gambling more? Is that what we should be doing? No, I don't know. I but you know what we should do is get into the fake cricket game broadcasting. What if world. LPN did a fake cricket game? Wouldn't that be amazing? Listen, you just have because we have the body of cricket players, and they come out here, and you have the one guy doing the like where he throw. We just have that guy. I do the wicket where you go like this. You have another guy with a big hat on, like behind the thing. We do. It's just two angles. Plays like this, 
Then we flip it. Boom. We patch it all together. You put a little live like thing. It says live in the corner like we're doing right now because this is all a scam. We actually have shot this months ago. <laughs> and we just do the same shit. We're already here. Someone in the chat said an LPN crypto. I mean, I've wanted to do this. I actually reached out during when we were doing fraudsters. I reached out to a friend. I was like, hey, could we make a, like a fraud coin? And like my friend was just like, do you not read the news? People are already making fake coins. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> your, your joke's already been done like a hundred thousand times. Oh, geez. For entertainment only like wrestling. This is so great. I love it. This is great, guys. I think I hit you cool. on this. Can we start? Can we start a fake uh, like other leagues? Like I, I really want to be uh, get people to bet on me as LeBron James. Like, I'll start, like, a is is he LeBron James? <laughs> <laughs> you just have to shave your hair back. Like <laughs> he's oh man. I just you know what I was thinking we could all do, man. Darts. You know, darts is a thing. Darts, is, a thing. darts is another one that's got a huge fan base that nobody yeah. talks about it because but it's a bar sport. Is LPN willing to put up the money for the amount of cocaine we'll need to play darts at the level that I'll oh, need to play at? For cocaine, the thing is, is that now it's like you got to get the strips in there. Um, we got to test it all. We'll have to do all that. That's gonna absolutely. Think we're gonna a, we need a coke nanny. A Coke Nanny costs like 45 grand these days. Let me days. just tell everyone on this stream, all 280,000 people that are on this stream, or 28, you pick. Uh, <laughs> test your drugs, okay? If you're going to a bachelor or bachelorette party, be the cool person and bring the testing strips from Amazon. Order them. Do it. I was that daddy. Everyone cheered for me when the testing strips came back positive or, or negative, whatever way you want to do it. But safe. Testing, they came back safe. Save a life. You should die the old school way. Letting your heart explode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, man. It's all about, because I, I think that all, I do believe, that's my main libertarian streak, is that I think all drugs should be legal. I think we should be allowed yeah. to regulate it and deal with it. But yeah, man, like sometimes, yeah, it's not the coolest thing in the world, but if you can get everybody safe, right, you just got to take the extra 10 minutes to do it. My friends just ran into it. I had a whole group of friends that just went to a bachelorette party. They got Molly to do it because they thought it would be fun to do it, and they brought the strips. It all tested positive for fentanyl, and they all would have been hospitalized. The whole group of them would have been fucking hospitalized. You got to be careful. You got to keep your head on a swivel. It's not 2007 anymore. You don't want to go in an ambulance covered in glow sticks overdosing on fentanyl, okay? No, man. It's no, not man. That's why I take a five-hour energy drink, man. Oh, my God. Man, those – by the way, at the Jamboree, Henry, after I got off – I took that five – I took another five-hour energy drink and drank – and I was I was just out. Yeah, out man. I've become John Belushi on two five-hour <laughs> energy drinks. Like, I could balance on the head of a golf tee. <laughs> on two of those, man. So if we did a dart tournament, I mean, I think this is this has got legs. We get five hour energy drink to sponsor us, and we're just all ripping shots. I'll do a vodka five hour energy drink every hour on the hour, and I will crush some cricket. We could play cricket darts. Maybe that's the that's the marriage we'll do. I just feel like we could just get in break into cricket. 
because again, this all reeks of Will Ferrell movie from our generation of like a group of Americans getting together, trying to trick other Americans that this is cricket. And then they just make it up as they go. And then eventually you have some cricket expert, some goalie, he shows up. He's ready. Always like, oh, hey, I'll tell you. <laughs> Get Liam Neeson. He comes and teaches everybody <laughs> how to play fucking cricket, man. God, if only Rip Torn was still around. He's the perfect coach. Five plus five is ten. So why not? You know, You're trying to go to the distance. It's full work day. Full work Listen, day. Listen, my part. I'm a dad now. Those party days like that are over. I mean, it's a cold brew and a five-hour energy drink, and I'm that off is actually, to the races. That's not true. We went out. We had. <laughs> he came out to on vacation. It's actually gotten worse because what he did was like it was like two thirty in the morning. I'm like ready to go to sleep, and he's like, "We doing fucking mushrooms right now?" And I was just like, "I'm exhausted. I'm going to go to sleep." And he's just like, "I'm a father now." Like, I'm a fucking father now. I stay out now. When I'm out, I'm out. And I was just like, I'm not a father. And, I, and I'm and i I'm exhausted. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, that is a true story. I'm not going to. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com/offer/seriousxm. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. I'm not gonna lie. All right, so yeah, this cricket thing is is kind of incredible. Again, these guys were able to get a bunch of bets through and stuff, and, and it's it kind of incredible. Another guy, this next story. Oh God, Henry, this is what you guys. I want to. I want you to be really cognizant of this next story. David Bunavax built cannabis vape investors out of thirty-seven million dollars, then spent it on horses, cars. And a lavish home in Calabasas, right down the street. Authorities claim he Pittsburgh accent. <laughs> Calabasas. Uh, authorities claim he used the money to support a lavish lifestyle. 
buying cars, horses, and luxury goods included diamond, including diamond earrings, a Rolex, and Hermes bag, uh, gambling away more than eight million at casinos, which, by the way, is easy to do, uh, and spending more than two hundred thousand dollars to throw a sweet sixteen birthday for his daughter. Gee, oh, fuck my. that fucking shit. Whatever, man. That's the biggest crime of all. He loves his daughter so much. What do you think was the entertainment was? Well, the thing about the 16-year-old's parties is that well, I grew up in Florida. Well, I grew up in Queens, but I moved to Florida about that time period, 15, 16 years old. The girls that would get those high-level parties, because we had people like... They're all just fucking monsters. They're all just like it's just like four blonde women on a horse that says like Trump 2028 on it. Like like that's like their whole Instagram life. They're all living these crooked ass lives because they have no like they don't know anything about money. Let me tell you something, guys. Horses are expensive. You can't just you can't just willy nilly buy a horse. Does he think that he is? Like with, when he buys that horse, he's like, he's like, this is my meal ticket, or is he, or is he gonna marry it? Yeah, I think that if you buy a horse, it's like you're just about to buy a, a person. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to have horses, like <laughs> it's just so difficult. And if you're not, you know, if you're not in the horse industry, like if you're not from a horse family, like they basically ran a horses. I don't know. If you're the if your last name is not horse, you should not be in the horse game. If you don't have the steed of that, but like what happens? Like I don't know. I had a, a family friend who who had a horse, and it was weird because like they would race the horses. It was one of those um, chariot ones where you sit in the chariot. I don't know if it's called a chariot, but you sit in it and you, they run around. That seems like such like the the double A league of horse racing that I never understood why. Why bother doing it? But I fell off that horse when I rode it, and I was, I'm afraid of horses ever since. Actually, it sounds like it's – I was looking into just because, like, what I like to do every once in a while is, like, I'll Google, like, something I'll never purchase, right? Like, how much is a Ferrari or, like, like that type of, like, getting get a Ferrari, something like that. And something – like, you have to actually get in with those people, like, with the McLaren people or, or, or all of those people. Like, you have to know them. They have to vet you before you buy one. They have to see if they're into, like, you being a representative of their brand or whatever. It's like, can anybody just buy a horse? No, can I don't I think so. just I think show up? Oh, come on, really? Are there like 20 guys that are like the breeders or that are like the official guys? No, but anyone could do it. Yes. It's feeding it. It's feeding it. It's filling it full of ketamine it, so that it runs put it fast. In school. Yeah, you got to take it to college. Um, you have an idea how much these horse women cost for this horse to be up in? Like you have to, oh, man, it's a lot hard with these horses. Yeah, I'm a half horse from the waist down. You know how much it costs just for breathable linen, pants? You have to put carrots in its mouth every once in a while. Oh, my God. So, carrots in its mouth? Oh, my God. Wait, wait this is well, well, just this is I'm glad we have this, this banner. Wow, Justin. Justin is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I call my dick secretariat. <laughs> World record speed. Uh, my dick is my dick is more of a lawn gnome. <laughs> <laughs>
So it's actually really hard to relate. I just saw an article recently that it said, men with big dicks, what's your life like? And it's just like, fuck you. <laughs> whatever, man. Fuck all of you, man. It's fucking garbage. Whatever. The other side of the story, though, Henry, is this, this is a vape scam. So I want to know, yeah. how is the LPN vape business going? And is this... A, a scam that you are running are these real vapes no man i tested them i tested our fucking terpenes i tested that juice dude we got it ain't empty it's out there <laughs> well we're trying to get into flour now like that's okay next. so it's like we that is that we're moving on but there is so much chicanery in the weed yeah. world like there really is a lot of that which you can kind of you got to be careful Would they, am i gone no <laughs> I think no, you're here. You're here. You're back. <laughs> this is yeah, so exactly. Funny. Yeah, said it's like gotta be what careful is... that immediately whacked. <laughs> you have to be careful. This is so crazy. Dude, well, mostly the people, truly the people you have to worry about, which is uh, what we're really discovering. It's that it's not small. Like they act like it's all hyper predatory, and you don't know who you can trust. But the people you can't trust are the people that got in early. The giant corporate interests that have ar arrived, start buying all the market share, and started already putting up facilities before it was even legal. Those are the people you have to worry about because they're fucking gonna drink your milkshake. Yeah, they want to take. They, they want to make sure that you. There's no room for you. This is exactly yes. what. This is exactly what's happening. If you look, I've actually invested in a weed farm back in the day of of I friends of ours. Yeah, and that, that didn't work out. Not because of the business model or anything about how they were running a business, because the government and the big Budweiser esque companies were coming in and just destroying it. Those Budweiser like esque companies can go in and get a meeting with any legislature they want they can pay the licensing fees that are exorbitant and get pay lawyers to go through all the hoops and everything like that where in reality who do you want to be buying weed from like budweiser or like your your winemaker i mean that's what cannabis should be at it's like it costs the, about the, 40k to go legit so just yeah. to go legit to get on with the government costs about 40k and then it's probably about like a year or two of them coming out and checking your farm, and you got some nerd from the fucking weed IRS <laughs> like looking at your weed, smoking your weed, seriously testing all that shit over and over. Honestly, again. It's a pain in the ass. I feel like my son's gonna have that as like a summer job. He's gonna wear like a green vest and show up at weed farms, demand to smoke their weed, and test. <laughs> Uh, uh, sir, yeah, the better weed bureau, like you show up and just be like, Look, um, so we're here to check your fucking perp. I'm here to check your, you got that fucking perp, man, you guys holding, you know what I mean? Like, but you have, but I have a badge from the government, so you have to listen to me. I'll take a fruit juice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, that's why we work with people like Pro Last Prisoner Pro Project, because the whole point is to put, like, they're trying to put jobs in the hands of people that, like, went to jail for weed and shit like that, because now it's super legal. Oh, fucking... yeah. When's, is it, it's legal in Jersey, right, guys? Justin, Gordon? Yes. Changed my mom's life. She loves those edibles. She was in constant oh. pain. Honestly, it changed her whole fucking life. Changed her attitude as well. Mm. Be go, yeah, of course. She's much nicer. She's a high. Change that attitude, like, mama. Yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah. Drop those sativas inside of her. She's fucking. She's doing great. You know what I mean? <laughs> Am I getting hassled and shit? And it's I really nice. Want 
I really wanted to give my dad par- um, weed, but he's got Parkinson's. They gave him drugs that make him think weird. And so what if I gave him more drugs to make him think even more weird? I don't know if that would help very much. But the tremors, I hear it helps with the tremors and all. But the, the drugs that the pharmaceutical companies give you are the most trippy drugs that you can get today. That's that's the idea. Well, let's go to our... <laughs> nothing like a vape story. No, I haven't been to any distill. Uh, I, so I don't like smoking weed anymore because uh, uh, it makes me feel real bad about something I did in fourth grade that was bad. Like every time it has that. So I just do. So I just do much harder drugs now because. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, oh, by the way, this guy fa- is facing forty years in prison, and he he did this game over the course of a decade. And went to elaborate lengths to deceive his victims, lying about his business connections, forging bank statements and legal settlements, laundering money through shell companies and concealing prior legal troubles. First of all, let me just say uh, lying about business connections, uh, laundering money through shell companies and concealing prior legal troubles, troubles. That is all just business. That's That's just business. That is just just business. business. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) none of that. You do that. And anyone else is just like, man, that guy's a savvy businessman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that voice. You lied on a bank statement. You lied to like, like the field. It's like, you know, where, where did you go to college on a bank? They'll, they'll murder you. They won't come after you. They don't give a shit. It's, you know, it's so much. I've said this with every episode I've listened to fraudsters, man. It's so much easier to just have a job. <laughs> just, it's so much easier to run a business. Like, I yeah. don't actually understand. This is so difficult. All of this lying, you're doing the paperwork. Like, yeah. You make up the paperwork. <laughs> you're literally sitting down and doing, like, why don't you just do you, the paperwork? Arguably, you're doing more paperwork. You're just, <laughs> you got to think track. about the stress, like the stress of keeping the game going. Like you could just see like that look on fucking, oh man, Bernie Madoff's face. Like, you know, imagine when he sat down with the boys and they all sitting in the office when he's just like, yeah, well, jig is up. It was probably the only time he smiled in 20 years because now it's over. Now it's like, yeah. oh, all right, boys, it's on you now. I'm going to go to Club Fed. You guys all kind of deal with the aftermath of this, all right? Yeah. See you soon. Yeah. And how do they do that? They kill themselves. I, I think there's a certain part of people that don't think that what they're doing is even a fraud, that they believe what they're doing is actually fine and legal and it's normal. The people that uh, get in real deep, like the Madoffs of the world, I think, to Henry's point, he was begging for it to end. He seemed like he was the most stressed human being possible. And then you cover yourself with all of these yachts and trips and uh, charities and stuff like that. That's what always makes people feel weird about these fraudsters too, is that they do all these good things for people, you know? And then really that's just to make themselves feel better about the scam they're doing and to convince themselves of something. I, I don't think they're quite, Maybe they're sociopaths, like like murderers that you cover, Henry, but they're a, a little different, don't you think? I actually think that it's the same 
branch out of antisocial personality disorder. Like, in, when we talk about if you have one of these disorders, right? Like, you know, whatever, it's very difficult to diagnose. It's hard to say, like, what's the difference between somebody who's an asshole and who's clinically an asshole? Right. Where like <laughs> yeah. you are, yeah. you get a, a prescription from a doctor because you're an asshole. Where like with antisocial personality disorder, you literally cannot see other people's point of view. You cannot understand. You can you do not you lack empathy. And it's not just because you're mean. It's literally you don't understand the emotion like you don't you can't conceive of it. So these guys, a lot of times. They operate much like, you know, people with like on certain levels of being on this, like the various neurodivergent spectrum, right? Where you have maybe have a hard time discerning emotions. They specifically don't, don't know how to discern anything that like, like amounts to caring about what happens to you about their actions. So I think Bernie Madoff on some level probably did not feel very much, but like truly yeah. didn't feel very much. But then... It just the pressure to continue to go, they can begin to feel because what somebody like that who has psychopathic tendencies, which I would probably say he has, he the only thing that moves his needle at all is the excitement, is the is the raising of stakes. That's what allows him to feel something. So yeah, you know, speaking of people that don't feel things, and the chat's asking about this as well. What about Steven Seagal? Now, yeah. Seagal, <laughs> what about Steven Seagal? You could also check out our Steven Seagal series on Fraudsters. I think we have five hours on Steven Seagal. <laughs> it's pretty exhaustive. But yeah. Steven Seagal, he fucking, he left his first wife and just came to America with a child, by the way. Left his first wife with a child, came from, from Japan, went to America, and just like started living a Hollywood life. Just didn't care. That was it. Like, that takes a lot. I go on a business trip for three days. I miss my kid, and I feel bad. You know what I mean? Well, he's an actor, Cena. Oh, okay. True. true. You have to remember, he's an actor. And, yes, he has this talent. family. Yeah, this family. But that was back before. Now he's a new guy. Right? He's here. He's American Steve. And he's rebuilt, but eventually he became Ukrainian Steve, and then he became Asian Steve, and he became all the other various things. But again, he's an actor. So it's all about its roles. Like, that's all it is. It's drama. Yes, he's a blues musician as and a well. Cop. We forgot him. And a cop. We got, I can't forget those. <laughs> and a piece of furniture. Justin, what do you think about that? What do you think? Do you think these, these fraudsters want to get caught? Some of them want to ball out in the public. I, I think most of them don't want to get caught. The, the one I uh, think of the most is Ruja from uh, uh, yeah. uh, one, coin. one Coin. Yeah, because yeah, she, she really doesn't want to get caught. She literally just disappeared off the face of the earth with all the money. By the way, classy move. Classy move, Ruja. Yes. I like that move. Anna Delvey, you were going to say? Well, Anna Delvey immediately got an Instagram account. She'll probably be begging for money. Like, Umar Johnson always going to be begging for money. You know, like, but Ruja's like, all right, I got this money and I'm out. And I think that's, that's, she's the most normal fraudster to me out of all the ones we've talked about. Just a classy, classy gal. Good for you, Ruja. Yeah, man. <laughs> you should set a line for yourself. Because it's kind of like, I feel like show business too. 
drug dealings like that where you should set a line being like, okay, I can get out once I get to this point in time. Like I can just get, I can buy out. Like if you're in the, if you're running a con, that's what I would do. I would then just be like, bye. Or just like, just take the money and run. But I also do that at the casino. I don't let my money all go away. Like as soon as I'm up, I cash out. <laughs> I don't. You gotta keep going. <laughs> you gotta feel that eye, baby. Roll those dice. Roll those dice. No, that's what I did when I met my wife. I cashed out. I knew I was like, that's the hottest woman. This is the hottest woman's gonna choose me. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. And this is it. I had to be out. All right. We got one more story for you guys. A federal judge has ruled that Subway, the sandwich company, can be sued over its 100% tuna claim. (laughs) We've been covering this on side stories for the last year. Have you really? Yes. We've been talking about this saga for a long time. What happens when food fraud hits the courts? These are not rare. For instance, in 2016, a California man named Jason Sedayan. Oh, wait a second. Someone just said in the chat, I always get the tuna. Okay, listen to this. It has been clinically proven that there is no fish in the Subway tuna. There is absolutely no fish. So No fish. They, uh, Do we it, need to test have, this with an is, LP? Look it up. I will never eat it. I will never eat it. It is not fish. It is no. There is abs. Yes, you're. Everyone's saying no fish. There is. There is what is called protein flake in it. 
that is like that is like one of the terms that they use for it in McDonald's. They use something called pink slime. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I remember that the with from the, the nuggets. Yep. Yeah. So it is. Uh, it's not just not tuna. It's not fish. There is nothing in it. It is all just. It's just fake. And so now what they're trying to say is that it because you don't know what the hell it is because it's a proprietary protein blend from the people that brought us Jared Fogle that we are going to now have to all bet on it. Like we now would be like, they're like, trust us. Hey, whatever happened trust to us. <laughs> There's such the a good guy. <laughs> I love that. I love your innocent. It's your innocent corporation <laughs> voice. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Wait, but if it's not fish, is it tuna? If it's on the you wish you wish it was your life's fucked man it was like when it was revealed that like they think a majority of flo- frozen calamari is like pig colon that it's pig butthole right yeah. what i did you know what that made me realize pig butthole is delicious mm-hmm. i just didn't know i just didn't know that i loved and craved it so <laughs> I guess if you've built up the physical tolerance to the tuna, yeah, you just know it's hashtag tuna. But you know that tuna's got mercury in it, so maybe it's best for us. Maybe they're actually looking out for us that <laughs> it's not real tuna. Getting that mercury out of our bodies, right? Am I, I mean, no? I'm so scared. This Justin? is Monsanto logic. <laughs> I don't want to have to cancel this... gigs like Jeremy Piven. Remember when he had to cancel all his gigs because he had so much sushi that he said he had mercury poisoning? I've, I've been using that to get out of gigs. I, was, I ate so much baller uh, tuna at the at the top Japanese restaurants in New Jersey that I can no longer perform. I mean, bless us with that level of high-class problems that I'm just covered in tuna sashimi all day that I can't. <laughs> I've got too much mercury in mercury my body. Mercury poisoning. That's wild to me. Uh, so, but sadly, someone sued Krispy Kreme though because its maple bars didn't contain actual maple syrups. Glazed blueberry cake donuts didn't contain actual blueberries. The chocolate ice raspberry filled donuts didn't contain real raspberries. I mean, what other foods are lies? Do you guys Most. have a feeling? Most. I think these foods that even say they're organic, I bet you that those things aren't able. Listen, I watched Natalie eat that. Like, you know, obviously in our home, Natalie doesn't eat red meat or she's like, she's a pescatarian, which we joke is like, it means I'm a vegetarian, but I'm also a pain in the butt. Right. But yeah, I, she likes the, the impossible beef and the other shit, right? She likes that shit, which bleeds, but was never alive. (laughs) Yeah. And so I don't really know what the difference is between what she's eating and what I'm eating, even though I know my I know the meat is injected with anti like antibiotics and all this other fucking shit. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Unless, I know technically I'm supposed to like catch a cow and slit its own throat or like raise it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think the farmer's market's definitely the way to go. We got a few in L.A. There's some hot spots. That's, I mean, that's like, the, I mean, Trader Joe's here. By the way, the produce at Trader Joe's here in California. 
fucking puts to shame the New York Trader Joe's. I don't know what the Brooklyn Trader Joe's, where they're getting their produce from, but <laughs> it is it is night and day, the experience that I'm having eating fruits and vegetables here in Los Angeles. I know if they're out in the air, they will be covered in like ash particles from some fire up north and everything. But if it gets into my body fast enough, it's perfect. It's incredible. You know, I sometimes go like we got because we have good farms here, even though uh, we're desert and we're running out of water. And so that's probably a part of it. Um, I, uh, I think it's important to look at what you're eating. I know that I now do the thing where I eat leaves and tomatoes and vegetables I can hold in my hands. Like I do the thing like I don't get frozen. I know that also I have that privilege because I'm okay for cash which is very difficult because yeah. it's extremely expensive to eat healthy. You know, you then wonder whether or not truly the real conspiracy, how many people have said this, but it's probably true that they make the poor food, they make the cheap food incredibly unhealthy because it keeps you fat and dumb and weighted down and you can't think as well and you can't perform at a higher, a high as a level because it's easy. All the, the food deserts are real, you know, which is why in the end we just we got to do is we all get together as like communities get one farmer hostage yep fucking get his ass up here and be like fucking you make make some broccoli yeah like you're right, come on bro make some <laughs> yeah. fucking broccoli with that fucking broccoli dude like you know like hold him at knife point get his wife in a fucking in Henry a is that a letter opener at your desk no no it's a, Oh, you got scissors. Yeah. I wish you had a fancy letter opener. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> Justin, any any last words on the on the on on the food thing here? Uh, I will eat. I, I've had to change the way I was eating because it just got too wild for a while. Uh, <laughs> like my body started changing in ways that I didn't like, so I kind of calmed that down. Now I just eat like a bunch of kale for like three weeks, and then it, I black out and accidentally order a bunch of White Castle. <laughs> uh, to to put the balance back, and I get the weird with the White Castle that's not what it's supposed to be. Like I I don't even get the burgers. I get like the fried clam platter from the Bulletproof <laughs> White Castle. <laughs> I don't right. think it's clams. I think on, on that note, guys, where are you guys performing? What can you we plug? We're gonna wrap this uh, first hilarious. <laughs> Make sure you check out Gordon at Baker Bone. Justin, what about you? Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see everything on there. I got the link tree up. I know what Instagram is now. I want to give a big shout out to everybody that's following me on Instagram. If you send me an email, I'll come to your house. Boom. Henry, would you like to talk about up. any of the wonderful things that you're up to? Where are you going to dinner this week so we can all show up? I am go going to uh, – I will be there on uh, Friday. Sure, on Friday uh, – uh, at room 10 at, at San Diego Comic-Con and I have uh, and then we got a couple signings on Saturday next week next Wednesday come to Classy Night Out if you're in Los Angeles at the Pack Theater 9pm me and Ed Larson are going to be doing some comedy stylings Classy Night Out is so good make sure you uh, follow everyone on social guys thank you so much for joining us on this this first this first stream we're going to try to rip the audio whatever we can Put it on the uh, feed so people can hear us uh, get a little dose of fraudsters. I think this was fun. At Cena Now, at Fraudsters LPN, hit us up. Uh, great.
Um, thank you all so much. <laughs> Bye. It's my Zoom wave. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.